All right, welcome to yet another one of our blockbuster movie features. This time, we are talking about a movie called Creed. This summer, there is a lot of talk about the Creed series, and Creed is a spinoff of the famous Rocky movies from decades ago. It is a story, really, over uh, several movies now, about this boy that is named Adonis. He is the son of the famous Apollo Creed from the old Rocky movies. So if you grew up watching Rocky, you know that Apollo Creed in Rocky II was a big opponent of Rocky's. Uh, Rocky III, uh, they become buddies in Rocky IV. Drago actually knocks Apollo Creed out on the mat and kills him right there on the mat. So that's Apollo Creed, but the Creed movies are about Apollo Creed's son, a son in which very few people knew anything about because at some point when Apollo Creed was married, he stepped out of his married marriage, had a child out of wedlock, and that child's name was Adonis. So this entire spinoff is around Apollo Creed's son out of wedlock named Adonis. And in this opening scene, we're gonna see that Adonis is troubled growing up and his, uh, what would be really potentially his stepmother, although a mother that never knew him because she was the one that Apollo Creed was married to, decides to take him under her wing and start investing in this young boy, Adonis. Check out this first clip. Hello. Adonis got into a fight today, and he's in holding. If you want to see him, we're going to have to go up there. He's a good kid. He just fights all the time. Johnson, got a visitor. Adonis. Come on in. I'd like you to meet Mrs. Um, could we have a moment, please? Sure. I'll be right outside. Why were you fighting? I'm not going to another group home. I'm not from a group home. You a social worker? No. I am not a social worker. I know what it's like to lose someone. When your father died, I was angry for so long. I hurt myself, pushed family away. I don't have no father. What did you say? I said I don't have no father. That's not true. He passed before you were born, but you had a father. You know? He was my husband. Adonis, I would like it very much if you would come and stay with me. 
Do you think you'd want to do that? What was his name? Wow. Well, the first thing I noticed there is Mrs. Huxtable still looks the same age from the Cosby show. But now she's all these years later in a different role, going to take this boy under her wings and start to invest in the young man. And uh, I think what we're going to find when we look at Adonis is that he is really uh, going to play a familiar role that we've seen even in the Rocky movies decades ago, that we see the story about somebody who uh, really has a fight on their hands, but it's not about a fight that's going on in the ring. It's something really that Adonis is going to face on this journey that's outside of the ring. And as we go through this movie, I think that's the story for each of us. I'm asking you to take a close look at the battles that you're facing that maybe uh, on the surface you're not paying attention to, but are running kind of behind the scenes. You know, in the series we did, Don't Stop Breathing, I shared with you that some of the most exhausting battles we're facing are the ones constantly running in the background. I'm gonna ask you to examine your own heart, much like Adonis is going to have to do in this movie. As we move on to this second clip, I want you to remember this. No matter what you're facing, no matter what challenges you're going through, uh, you know, you and I know, we're not alone in the battle. Jesus Christ is well capable of entering the ring with us in winning fights that we have on our hands. And so we keep that in mind as you watch this next clip. How you doing? This is taken from the 10th round of the first fight, right? Good call. How'd you know that? I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo. Behind closed doors. That true? How'd you hear about that? Who won? It's kind of a secret. What'd you say your name was? Don. Okay, well, so the girl said you wanted to talk about something? Yeah, I want to talk to you about training me. Training? <laughs> I don't do that stuff no more. Sorry about that. Listen, it's getting kind of late, kid, so I'm going to uh, close up. How good was he? Apollo? Yeah, he's great. He's a perfect fighter. Ain't nobody ever better. So how'd you beat him? Time beat him. Time, you know, takes everybody out. It's undefeated. Anyway, I got a lot. So when up. Mickey died, he came and talked to you, right? Talked you out of quitting, took you to LA, trained you, brought you back. How do you know all this? How do you think? What are you, like a cousin? Or... He's my father. No, he didn't. I don't believe you. Call Marianne. Marianne, his wife. The house number still works? Oh, that's right. You haven't talked to her since the funeral. She said you gave a nice speech, though. 
voice, bitch. I want you to train me. All right, I need somebody solid, and who else better to go to? All right, you at least owe me that. I can tell the way you talk. You've been to school, you know, so I figure you got some brains. Why would you want to pick a fighter's life when you don't have to? If Apollo was around, he would tell you that too. Well, he ain't around. I've been fighting my whole life. I ain't got a choice. It's always about a choice. I was in the ring. I saw how it went down. That fight should have been stopped. I should have stopped it. Maybe you wanted to go out like a fighter. Maybe you did exactly what he wanted. I think he'd rather be here talking with you. Well, as we see uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, get connected with Adonis Creed, we're understanding very clearly that this boy has some father issues. There's this situation with his father passing away that's really been eating at him. This fact that he doesn't really know him, uh, sort of never had a relationship with him. And as we understand life, we know that it could be an issue with fathers, it could be an issue with a major traumatic life event, whatever it is. We all have to wrestle through these things. As I just mentioned though, we know that Jesus is in our corner and he is fighting for us. See, this is the centerpiece to Christianity. The centerpiece to Christianity is you're not alone in this world. It's messy, we know that. But we have somebody there in our corner fighting for us, fighting with us on this journey. Without that, we're left wrestling with so many things of our past, we're just kind of left on our own. But we don't have to be on our own. In fact, in the scriptures, in Isaiah, here's what it says that God wants to do for us through Jesus Christ. It says this, who can snatch the plunder of war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant lets the captives go? But the Lord says the captives of warriors will be released. The plunder of the tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you and I will save your children. That's the promise of God that I'm gonna get in this battle. It doesn't say there won't be battles. God says, but I will get involved in those battles for you and with you. So fear not, know that God is with you. I think for Adonis, he's got to work through this process and we're gonna see this continual journey and struggle for him to deal with his past. Here's the next clip. No, I don't even know what I'm doing here because I, I got other plans in my life and this wasn't part of it. Your father was special. I'll tell you the truth, I don't know if he's special. Only you're gonna know that when the time is right. And it ain't gonna come overnight. You're gonna take a beat, you're gonna take this, you're gonna get knocked out, you're gonna get up and you're gonna see if you got the right thing. But you gotta work hard. I swear to God, if you're not gonna do it, I'm out. Like every punch I ever thrown has been on my own. Nobody showed me how to do this. I'm ready. Come on, let's do this. Step into my office. See, I come from Mississippi. I am serious. This is old school. You should be able to grab one of these birds. 30 seconds? Yeah, in your dreams. Come on, you call that fast? I named the boy now, I see him. All the boys call him now. 
I thought you were fast. <laughs> Get them legs moving. A little harder, a little faster. Keep up the pace. Keep going. Hey, 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 the of this rap skit, styles I mastered, many brothers snatched it up and tried to match it, but I'm still number one, everyday real, speak what I want, I don't care what you feel, cause I'm my own master, my pop told me be your own boss, keep integrity did it like Miles and Dizzy, now we getting busy, bridging the gap from the blues to jazz to rap, the history of music. You see this guy here staring back at you? Yeah. That's your toughest opponent. Every time you get into the ring, that's who you're going against. I believe that in boxing, and I do believe that in life. Okay? You throw a jab in the jaw. All right, one to the gut. Now, every time you punch this guy, what's he doing? He's throwing one back at me. That's right. So either you block it, slip it, or get out of the way. So. Leave you two alone for a while. Good luck. I love how that last scene wraps up where Rocky says to the young man, Adonis, I'm going to leave you two alone. He's uh, talking about the man in the mirror situation here. I think Rocky understands that if this young man is going to overcome and be a great fighter, he's got to deal with some internal struggles. And I think that's the portrait for every one of us. I put this first fill in your new notes. Here's the reality is that all of us have been wounded. Any of us could have faced something in our past, something that's happened to us. The bottom line is though, it's now a situation where it's on you and you have got to deal like with this person in the mirror, again, with God in our corner to help us heal before we can ever get outside of that. And for Adonis, that's where he's at. He's in this place where he's got to figure out that the greatest problem he's going to have going forward is that situation that he's dealing with, with the man in the mirror. That really leads me to the second thing in your notes. Once you become a believer, the greatest challenge to your next step will be the battles over your mind, wounds, wrongs, lies of your past. You're gonna try to start punching in life and you're gonna find that you're getting punched right back at by, by you. I've come to believe that this is one of the great challenges for believers today is that they want to, they really want to advance. They really want to take another step, but they've got so many things that they're battling on the inside that they haven't allowed God to sort through and to heal fully that they can't go forward. What is it that's punching back at you, that's stalling you out? This is not just a problem for us today. Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 7. Here's what he says. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Oh my goodness, <laughs> right there. That's the story of you and I and our struggles on how to advance forward. I want to do what's right, but I can't seem to get it right. 
It's when you and I realize the fight is not really what's taking place against the opponent in the ring, that the fight is really something on the inside. It's in those moments when we finally realize that, that we're gonna really develop an ability to advance. And as we watch this next clip, we're gonna see that, that man, you know what? This training has happened, this excitement is happening, but it's just still some, some background of preparedness that I think could be used for something great if Adonis can get his head on straight and his heart in the right place. Look at this, guys. Hey, the gang is all here. Good, Donnie. Look at this. This is the crew of forever so on. Hey, Batman, hey, good Jack. to see you. Come so on, Jack. Long. This guy's so good with the mitts. He's going to teach a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of knowledge and stitch. Best cut man in Philadelphia. But we don't need him. And over here is Elvis Grant. He makes the best glove in the world. And as my present to you, starting out on the right foot, he's going to make you a pair of gloves so your hands don't get so bad as me. What? Is that coffee? I smell that? Yeah, that's coffee. All right, you guys get to know each other. Mayor. Mayor. Mayor, I can eat some coffee. This is my son. This is my son. Mayor, that's what you give me. Smile, man. Mayor, sir. That's me. this is how I work, okay? There's some things I can't do. Can't do this anymore. I can never hold the pads like that. But I'm looking at you. I'm working with you. And I'm working with this. You know what? You can't learn anything you're talking. That's a fact of life. You know what I mean? As long as you're talking, you're not listening. Go apologize. You, you good, you good. Good. You good. All right. Now, let, let's go to work. Up there. Yep. Go ahead. Go top. Right, go here. Step in here. One step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. One step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. Get it right. Come on, let's go. Fan, pop it fan. Pop. Boom, boom, bah! Good. I want you to let it all out. Hey, everyone's ever disrespected. You see them. Anything you ever want. Go after it. Bah! Now you should make this statement. One step. One round at a time. Man, I love the energy and adrenaline at the end of that clip. It gets you fired up. Uh, it's training. But I love also what's taking place in that clip is Rocky 
is putting great people around Adonis. Rocky is putting Adonis in a position to get people in his corner that can help him. But you can have a lot of great people in your corner to help you, but if you're not listening, you're still going to struggle. That's why, you know, Rocky says to him in that clip, he says, hey, uh, stop talking. Stop talking, because if you're talking, you're not listening. If you're talking, you're not hearing the wise counsel that's trying to be spoken to you. That's the third point in your notes, is when you're talking, you can't learn anything. When you're talking, you're missing those great moments of wisdom. And here's what it says in Proverbs chapter one and verse five. It says, a wise man will hear an increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. It says that you'll hear. So we put ourselves in position to hear from great people around us. As we watch this next clip, we're gonna see that Adonis is pushing away from that wise counsel. He's not listening and he stays stuck. Hey, what's up, Lil Cree? Hey. What up? Hi. You okay? Yeah. How you doing? Good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little nervous. I just a lot of people here, not really my crowd, you know? Yeah, I can see. Look, it's the boxy boy, Lil Apollo Creed. Ha, I know it's girl. What's up, Bianca? Hey. You don't know nobody no more? No, I said hello to you when I walked past. You yeah, didn't I say bet, nothing to I me. I bet you did. Stop acting yeah. light skin. Hey, man, why don't you come over here and grab this pick with me real quick for the grand? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Come on, man. You know you're busy, man. Welcome to my city, champ. There it is, Artie. Believe that. Mm. Hey, good looking, Baby Creed. Don't call me that. Don't call you that. Don't call you what? You just call me Baby Creed. So don't call me that. Hey, fam, dig this. I was showing you love, man. You ain't got to come off like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's all love. No, I know it's cool. Come you on. you definitely know it's cool. Now, who you talking to, man? You talking real tough, you feel me? You better talk to your little pretty boy boyfriend, man. You get a VIP pass next to your pop talking to me like that. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Right now, we had to separate. Let's fight with the other inmates. Well, I don't know anybody get hurt. Nah, nothing life threatening. No, no, no problem, champ. Yeah. Hey, Donnie. How you doing, son? I know a lot of cops, and they said your friend's locked up. My friends? Just a trainer to me, right? I'm sorry about what I said to you back at the gym. It was just me talking. I didn't mean it. Well, you need to stay away from me. Listen. Man, don't touch me. Come on, what? Get your hands off me, old man. You ain't talking like you my family. You got my real family killed. Tell you what's on my mind. You hate me. That's what it is. 
Or maybe the man was somebody who ain't here, Donnie, who can't defend himself. You know? I understand what you're going through, young man. I swear, I've been there. And I know what it's like to feel abandoned, to be mad at everything. And you're a better person than that. Forgive him. Because there's nothing you can do about it. And it's taking a toll on you. You're still caught in the shadow. You gotta move, Donnie. Sleep, man. It's interesting, you watch Adonis train, you see that he's maybe preparing for this great fight, getting his body physically ready. Isn't it true? You can get on all the muscle and you can look really great on the outside in, in any manner, but if on the inside, the messiness is there, you're still stalling. Goodness, I. I think every one of us looks at Adonis and sees the potential, sees that greatness awaits, but it's almost like he just can't see what's really happening. It's almost like he's in denial. And you know, that's what it says in Jeremiah chapter six is like, God's people are in denial. And as long as they're in denial, you know, what can God do? What can God do in your life if you're in denial or you're not willing to address or attack a situation? The fourth thing I put in your notes is this. It's obvious. You cannot heal a wound in your life by ignoring it or denying it. It's just not going to go away. And humanities learn this. You can try to compartmentalize for a while. You can try to put it off. But in the moments of great battle, in the moments of your life, when things are on the line, those things of your past tend to make themselves known. Joe Frazier, great boxer, he said, before the big fight, the actual battles are happening in these little moments in these side rings and these side settings. I think we know that our spiritual adversaries' tactics are heavy. Uh, the way he likes to bring up those things of our past and bring them to light. They're so big, they're so real, at least the way he tries to magnify them in our life. That's why you've got to be prepared in all those steps leading up. Now, our guy, Adonis, he's getting prepared. He's training for a big fight. I mean, the stage is going to be huge. It's his chance to take the title belt away from the current champion. In this battle, can he can he do it? Is he ready for the big time when the lights go on? Has he done the work? We're going to see that he's, he's made amends with Rocky. He's got that relationship and the guys in his corner. That part's going well, but has he done that last final step that all of us know he needs to do, kind of repair that, that set, that mentality in his mind over his father and his childhood? Is he ready to go? Let's watch as this big title fight kicks off. Touch gloves. Nice shorts, boy. Too bad your daddy ain't need to fight in them. 
You know what? You're gonna close his big mouth, okay? You know what to do? One step, one punch, one round at a time. You got this. Round one begins. Pretty Ricky Conlon in the black trunks and Adonis Creed in the red, white, and blue. Conlon is significantly taller and thinks it will be easy to use his jab to keep young Creed at play. You can see right away, Jim, how much more relaxed Conlon is. He's been there before. And that kind of nervous energy can wear you out as the fight goes on. Hard left hook by Conlon. Creed backs off. It's not easy to just jump right into the major leagues like this, having never fought an opponent like Conlon. Of course, there aren't many fighters like Conlon. Creed trying to get close to Conlon against the ropes. Conlon easily puts distance between them again. Creed lands the jab. Conlon grins at it. Conlon fires a hard body punch, hits him hard with a right cross, and backs Creed into the ropes. Ruff, come on! Keep it clean! And he gets a warning from the referee. Creed kind of woke him up with that shot, and Conlon really made him pay for it. Creed ready to let his hands go. Creed misses and gets hit in return. Goes two, three, good. four, good, five, good, good. Six. Shake it up, shake it up. But already a knockdown for Ricky Conlon. You okay? Are you sure? Good. Fight. Conlon lands a shot after the bell, and round one was all Ricky Conlon. Kneel for you now, boy. Kneel for you now. So, come on. Come on. There's a perfect right hand shot by Creed. Yeah. Yes. Creed misses wildly, and they are going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Rapidly becoming a phone booth fight. Trading oh, no. punches, right hand, left hand. Both guys land. This is unbelievable action. Come on. Our right hand by Creed. If Conlon thought he had a pushover, he knows better now. He play like me. You belong in here. They don't know what you've been through, and they sure don't know what we've been through. Now he knows you're for real. You gotta believe you can do it. That was such a big round for Creed, not just on the scorecards, but psychologically going forward. Jim. I can see it in his eyes. You're not as far behind as you can. Shorten that jab, shorten the distance, get underneath him, okay. and you'll be able to rip him. You gotta push him back. Most critics didn't think Creed could make it this far. Sorry, step under. Moments when Creed is assertively taking over. But there's a hard counter right. Drives Creed back into the corner. Just when it appears Creed might be taking control, Conlon comes close to knocking him down. What's Bass? Hey, hey, hey. It's you against you. I mean, against you. Yeah, that's right. He's just in your way. Got Get him out of the way. Body. To the body, trading shots. Pawing with his jab. Creed looks to land one big shot. As I watch the first part of this fight, what I see is uh, a young man that he is on the cusp of something great. Like, you can feel it, but it feels like there's just one final step.
He is going to deal with some healing. He's going to deal with some emotions, and it's going to put him over the top. And I think it shows the great power that you and I have as Christians where, man, when God gets involved, when healing begins, when when we're able to advance forward in life, nothing can stop us, right? If, if you have a wound and somebody hits that wound that's not healed, sometimes when that wound has been hit, it feels worse than the original moment. When a wound is healed, you know what science will tell us, when a bone heals, when, 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 a, when a cut heals, that sometimes those areas come back stronger than they once were. And that strength that you can advance forward in from being somebody who's healed over something in your past gives you the power to say, okay, you might hit me, but the next two sounds you're gonna hear in return is me hitting you and you hitting the floor because I'm gonna do some damage if you try to come against me. And when we have our adversary going against us, but we have a healed heart and mind, we can take down our adversary. And Adonis, in this moment of healing, is gonna step up into a new way of fighting. Check out this part of the fight. It's that. Creed just got up like a man possessed. He was down but not out. Poland thinks he's celebrating a knockout. But the referee is dusting Creed's gloves. Creed beats the count. That's the heart of the champion. He has his daddy's heart, I'll tell you that much. Daddy, be ready. Hey, more work to do for Conlon. Body shot. Body shot. Trying to set Creed up one more time. You shouldn't stop this one, your father. I'm stopping this one now. Don't, okay? Let me finish. I gotta prove it. Prove what? I'm not a mistake. Look at me. I never got a chance to thank Apollo for helping me out after Mickey died. But it's nothing compared to what you've done. You taught me how to fight again. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to fight this thing. But if I fight, I want you to fight too. Can you do it? You know why? Because you're a Creed and I love you, kid. Go on. Go get him, Don. Round 12 begins. Virtually no one outside of Adonis Creed's family and group of friends would ever have expected to see him in a 12th round against Pretty Ricky Conlon. Creed spins, puts the champ in the corner. Body, body. Throwing body shots like he's Rocky Balboa. Going upstairs like he's Apollo Creed. Closing seconds of the fight. the first time in his career he's been on the canvas. You cannot be saved by the bell in the 12th and final round. Ricky, get up! Stay down! Dramatic count Seven. Liverpool. He must Eight. get up to preserve his Nine. chance to win the bell. Look at that! Look at that! He's off! What? The bell sounds. So Conlon survives the 12th round. What a finish. If that round goes another 30 seconds, we may have a new champion. An unforgettable fight on an unforgettable night. He's no longer just the namesake of Apollo Creed. He's the living embodiment. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for these two warriors in the ring. To the winner by split decision. And still, the undefeated champion of the great world, Hey, Donnie, you were robbed. If this fight had been 10 seconds longer, 
10 seconds longer. Pete. You're going to get it, chum. You're the future of this division. You have our name of pride. Respect. Congratulations, Adonis, yeah. on a sensational effort. Look, I just want to thank my mom. She's at home. I love you. Even though I know she's mad at me for doing this. Hope y'all made her proud. You almost gave me a heart attack, but I'm proud of you. I got my family right here. Without them, none of this would be possible. Rocky, Apollo Creed's son looks at you and says, family. What does that mean to you? It means I'm a lucky guy. What can I say? Hey, kid, he's a real fighter. And he's uh, helping me fight a few things. So I appreciate it. I really do. Adonis, I know you never met your father. But if he was here tonight, what would you want to say to him? I, mean, I just tell him that I love him. I, I know he ain't leaving me on purpose. And, uh, I'm proud to be a Cree. <laughs> so powerful there at the end. You see the question come up is, is hey, uh, what would you want your father to know? And you see Creed's response, Adonis says, I'd want him to know that I love him. I'd want him to know that I'm proud to be a Creed. You hear those words, and you, you can feel it, right? Like, you can feel that something has changed. Isn't it interesting that in our world and real life, you know, these are the movies, but this does play out in real life. Like, you can tell when somebody is healed by the words that they use. You can tell about a changed spirit in them. When somebody has healed, everything just goes different. You, you, the flow from them, it, it begins to change. I know this firsthand, like I know when I've been damaged or hurt and I've tried to go through the healing process, I know when I finally healed, when I can speak kinder, lovingly about the situation, my heart is full and it's no problem. And, and you know it as well. And we see that happening here for, for Creed. Remember earlier in the movie, Adana says to Rocky, he says, is you ain't my family? You're not my family. Now we see this change. Like he says, hey, you are family. I love that, that kind of portrait of, okay, I've understood, Adonis understands that, hey, you may not be blood family, but you have something to offer me in my life that is beyond blood family. It's really a family that I can choose to have around me. Who are the people you've kind of brought into this new God-given family? For some of you, that's the step you need to take. You need to take that step of like, it's saying, who is in my corner? I wrote this last point in your notes. You need God in your corner and you need God's family in your corner. And when you are rolling with that in your life, it is a whole different level of operation. Look, for me in my life, this has been the great movement for me, discovering God's investment in my life and discovering God's people. Now, this is where many of you are moving towards right people, but, but maybe beyond that, going back to the central theme of this message, which is that if you've been wounded, if you've been damaged, it is turning ultimately to your heavenly Father and embracing steps of healing. One of the key ways we get truth about our life really is just comes through God's Word. God's Word over and over and over reveals truth to you and I, that this is the truth about your life. 
I think too many times we're, we're missing out on the goodness of God's word to inspire us, to train us, to correct us. Those old ways of thinking about our life and our wounds, we shift from that into a new way of thinking. Here's what it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, very famous text in verse 16. It says, all scripture is God-breathed. It is useful for teaching, rebuking, for correcting, and for training. Let me just take time as you're seated, as you're listening to this, to pray for you. God, I know that right now there are people within the sound of my voice, listening, watching this, and there's something that they want to advance on in life. There's something they want to get better at. It feels like they keep battling that person, that person in the mirror. When they had something happen or they had a struggle in their life and those things are real and they've happened, but still haven't moved past those and that ball is in their court. It is that guy, it is that woman in the mirror that so many people are battling. And if that is you today, would you maybe just make a commitment, not just through getting right friends around you, but not just right people, but, but digging into God's word for truth about who you really are. Uh, maybe there is a person here, like you've been whipped in this battle of life. Like you are on you are in knockout phase, like you are getting whipped by your opponent. Maybe the step for you is to do what so many people have already done in this series, which is to turn their life over to God. Through the gift of Jesus Christ, we can encounter forgiveness of our sins, healing of our wounds, allowing us to advance in God's plan. Have you made that decision to invite Christ into your life? If you haven't, right where you're seated, you can say yes to God's one and only son, Jesus. You say, God, I am ready to begin a journey of healing. I'm ready to deal with that person in the mirror. I'm ready to deal with those wounds. I wanna be great for others. I wanna win battles for others, but God, I need to win the battle over myself and the healing and the forgiveness of saying, God, I am ready today. I'm ready to trust you as Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen.